it's another week. It's another color cast. Another collection of words. Another window into one human's brain. I need this one. This week, I need this. I need this moment. I've been in turmoil the past few days. So I feel like I have a lot to kind of express and try to organize in a way that I can use productively. Let's start maybe with what the goal is. What am I looking for? What am I looking for out of this specific podcast, this episode? I think the goal is really to access a better state of mind. I've done that before on this podcast. There's an episode I put out called Energy Bending, and that's what I did in that episode was kind of came in in one state of mind and then figured out the barriers between me and a better state of mind, removed them, and then found that state of mind and occupied it. And I think my goal is kind of similar with this episode. And I think as far as what that state of mind is... There are two things that I've been holding on to as beacons of hope in the middle of my my freak. Freak is a term that my partner and I will use when it's like one of us is going through something internally that we have to sort through. Just having a freak. But anyways, the things that I've been focusing on have been the idea of gratitude and the idea of self-control. Two very simple things. Gratitude and self-control. I think when I get into a certain state of mind, I find it difficult to see all of the beautiful things about my reality and all of the ways in which I'm lucky. Those don't feel like they exist whenever I'm in a certain state of mind. And gratitude seems to be able to combat that, to just kind of think about specific things that have been beneficial to your world. And then I feel like self-control is the mechanism by which you enable yourself to not have to have such crushing lows. The way my mind works, I have lows and then I have highs and then I have lows and then I have highs. Like I'm just, that's the way that I've always been and it's the way that I'm always going to be. But I've, I've noticed that the lows are lower whenever I am unable to be on top of my motivations and my goals. Basically, I'll, I'll find myself acting in moments purely out of the state of mind of like, well, what do I feel like doing right now? What, what gives me entertainment right now? What will distract me right now? And then I stop thinking about all of the ways in which I could be helping people I care about. I stop thinking about the people I care about. I stop being grateful for the reality that I have. There's a song by Hippocampus called Bambi, and that song is about what I'm talking about right now. I think that's the way I interpret it, at least. I haven't been quite myself, and I feel like my friends being... Put through this hell feeling I think that I'm living If you could call it living So brash and unforgiving Ruled by the vibe I'm bringing Serving myself Serving myself 
Serving myself. So, okay. But that's something that we have to dig into. The idea of service. That's huge. Who are you serving? In the words of Bob Dylan. Bob, Bob Dylan has a song where... You're gonna have to serve somebody. Serve somebody. He like The song is basically him just going... Listing a bunch of occupations. You could be a rock star... You could be a CEO, you could be XYZ, but no matter what, you're gonna have to serve somebody. There's always been this thing in me, ever since I was little, that resented the idea of service, I guess. Of obligatory service. And that is pretty much the definition of selfishness. But I grew up in a I grew up in a Christian influenced home, and the whole idea of Christianity is we are put on this planet to serve, to be servants. Christianity gets warped in many ways that make it not this, but the way that it was expressed to me and the way that it manifested in our home was that we serve a God who wants what's best for us, but we are serving. Then you go out into reality and you get a job and it's like you're serving somebody's business and you're serving, serving, serving. And it's it's always been a point of contention in my psyche because there's this part of me that longs to serve There's this part of me that's like, oh, I just want to be useful. I want to be useful to some something in somebody. I have this gift. I need to use it. And then immediately the paradox hits me. But it's like, do I trust whoever I'm serving? What makes them my master? I just, I can't do that. I can't do it. I can't entertain it anymore. I feel like I've entertained that bitterness and that anger for just as long as I possibly can while staying sane. Ultimately, I'd rather be useful, period. And maybe I need to be willing to put in the work to to gauge moments as they come, whether I have a way to serve or not. But like whether it relates back to a religion or a I don't know if that matters. It's just the idea of like, I have these things that I could do that could potentially be helping someone somewhere and I don't do them purely because of this sense of resentment that I carry for no reason, really. Like, I mean, it's an existential thing. It doesn't, it doesn't need to affect my day to day. It doesn't need to well up and take over chunks of my week and paralyze me so that I end up not being useful to anybody and then end up like insecure about the fact that I'm not useful to anybody. I don't need to think in that way and I don't need to indulge that thought process. So I think like knowing that like that's the self-control piece, right? Like that's where the self-control comes in. Because I can say that now. I can say that I don't want to indulge that thought process. But those thoughts will come. So the self-control is important because I have to have the self-control not to indulge those thoughts. The gratitude is important because it can help me access the self-control that I need in order to not indulge those thoughts. My whole life I've drawn, I've made things and... At a certain point, I started drawing a lot of trapped characters. I have a drawing I did, like, Flower Boy in Chains. And there have been others kind of like that. And I had the realization the other day. I drew I drew a trapped character. And then I realized, like, I have the power to change this feeling in myself. Why am I so bitter? Why am I so bitter that I am creating characters that are trapped? Because what that, what that means to me, when I really dug into it and unpacked it, I'm, make, I'm creating the reality that I perceive 
I'm putting characters into the reality that I perceive, right? Like you're born and you don't really have a choice of whether you're born or not. You're born into a medium. Reality is a medium within which you exist. You can think of reality as a piece of paper and there are boundaries that govern reality. If you didn't have paper and a pencil, you would not be able to create a character on that page. The drawing can only exist within the limitations of the medium, which is the paper. In such a way, I as a human cannot exist within reality without the inherent restrictions around the medium within which you exist. And I think I've felt that and been very bitter about that for a lot of my life so far. But I think that's foolish. I think I've been foolish. I think that I've been immature in how I think about that. When I have a blank piece of paper as the creator, as someone who creates, when I have a blank piece of paper, I am capable of creating characters that have a sense of freedom. I'm capable of that if I access the right headspace. But in the past, I've done to my characters what I feel like God, I guess, has done to me. And it's an unnecessary thing. If you're going to be trapped by the medium in the first place, at least enjoy the medium. Like the chains of the medium are enough. That's enough of a boundary. You don't have to heap any more weight onto the idea of existing. I know that might be a bit intense. And I obviously understand the difference between myself and a drawing. It's metaphorical. No matter how many times I allow myself to indulge that bitterness and make art that reflects my bitterness, the parameters that govern reality. I'm not talking about the human parameters, I'm talking about like gravity and, you know, thermodynamics, physics, I'm talking about that type of stuff. Those aren't going to change, no matter how much I just stare at it and... <laughs> I, give, I give that up, I give it up, I give the bitterness up. Because it seeps into everything and then negatively affects everything. And no one can help me. No one can help me when I'm in that state of mind because it's not, it's not fixable by anyone other than me. It's not solvable by anyone other than me. Like, it's a choice, ultimately. It's one thing to be aware of the parameters in your reality, but what you do with that can be positive or negative. And I've just been stuck in between talked to my brother on FaceTime and I just was complaining. I don't want to do that anymore. I, I sometimes get hypercritical of my partner. I don't want to do that anymore. It all stems back to what I just explained. Once you know the parameters of your reality, what do you do with that? Are you destructive? Are you creative? Are you creatively destructive? Are you destructively creative? I can't... <sighs> I can't be the bitter one anymore. I don't want that. I don't think it's helping anybody. I don't think anyone is benefiting anyone. I don't think I am bearing any kind of weight for anyone else. Like, it's it's just purely selfish for me to even be bitter in that way. So how do I make it stick? That's the real question, isn't it? How do I make this desire stick? Hmm... I guess the point is I'm committing to trying not to be bitter. I'm committing to uh, gratitude. And maybe that's something that like this podcast can be a part of that accountability process. 
I can check in each week. Things that I'm grateful to have had happen. It doesn't have to be corny, you know? It doesn't have to be corny. It's not like I'm like bottling positivity and trying to sell that. It's literally just like, I want to live. You know, I want to live. And I'm not going to be bitter about it anymore. I'm not going to be bitter about the stipulations around existing. I think, I think that's all I got right now. Man. Send me that. Send me out of this moment with, with gratitude, self-control, and grace in the moments where I slip up. 